Cape Talk. A world view from London with Adam Gilchrist. Everybody loves a deal. Everyone loves a bargain, including Adam Gilchrist. You you enjoy a good, you know, special a bargain. What you you call it specials in 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 the UK? A good sale. Yeah, they, well, Black Friday's here now as well. It's everywhere, isn't it? Black Friday deals, which start about two weeks before Black Friday and continue to about a month after, and glide through to the Boxing Day sales and the New Year sales. I have. No concept, really, of whether they actually are bargains. That's the only trouble. Yeah. So it looks up front like, you're, hey, 25% off, but 25% off what? Mm. Yeah, well, this phenomenon where people take out loans to buy Black Friday television sets, but then they've taken out loans and they have to pay 25% interest on those loans. So there wasn't really <laughs> yes. any special. But, but let's start in uh, Gaza. Um, a Gaza mm. hostage vigil. The families of Israeli hostages are on a peace march, and this after the Times of Israel reported yesterday that Israel and Hamas were, were close to a deal to release up to 70 hostages. Yes, I wonder if that deal could remotely be in place, given that there currently is a huge offensive going on with the White House saying that they have intelligence that Hamas has been using those hospitals in Gaza City as cover, working from there effectively. And now the Israeli military has moved in big time. and They're virtually corridor to corridor inside the hospitals, as far as I can tell. So given that, how does it work then for the families of those hostages who obviously want some good news? They've begun a five-day march. They're one day down, four to go. Um, Israel has said that more than 240 people were kidnapped and remain kidnapped uh, by Hamas gunmen. And we're going now uh, over five weeks. We're pushing towards six weeks, aren't we, since all that happened. Um, We're marching to the prime minister, said uh, one of those on the march, to shout to him that we need them home now. These are people on the walk. Um, They're marching, what, 70 kilometers from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem. So two key parts in all of this. And shortly before the march began, the Israeli military confirmed that one of the hostages, a 19-year-old soldier, has died. So it's a very uneasy interplay at the moment over the fate of these poor people. And then to the U.S. now, the the U.S. Army has cleared um, the Buffalo soldiers. It's it's century-old convictions. And Mm. they've now been exonerated for in in a trial that happened in 1917. That's it. Yeah. Um, more than just a song by Bob Marley. The Buffalo Soldiers were a, a real thing. The 24th Infantry Regiment, the 3rd Battalion, was one of the four regiments of all black soldiers in the uh, early 20th century in the United States called the Buffalo Soldiers, this particular regiment. This nickname dates back to the 1860s, so a very old regiment as well. Now, in 1917, it was found that uh, 110 soldiers were tried and now they're saying we're not given fair trials over the riots that took place in Houston in Texas. A number of people were killed in the riots, soldiers and civilians, 19 people, I think it was. And a military review, I mean, why it's taken 106 years, I don't know. But 106 years later, a military review says they were wrongly treated because of their race and records will now be reclassified. So all those soldiers, and none of them were strung up or anything they were all basically dishonorably discharged now their military service will be deemed honorable so we're talking descendants of theirs now who can therefore say yeah uh, our uh, our relatives were uh, badly treated and it was institutional racism frankly in the u.s army 
And those riots that took place in Houston were after months of racial provocation as well. Again, very uneasy balance, given it was right in the middle of the First World War and America was joining the First World War. So there was all this angst as well about sending a million men across the Atlantic. And then finally, death by overwork and an actor's suicide at a at a Japanese theatre company. Yeah, it's a thing. Yeah, this prestigious Japanese all-female theatre company. This is the Takarazuka Review. They've apologised for the loss of life. They haven't specifically said it was their fault, as it were. But this is a young actress who hasn't been named in the course of this, I have to say. This is a young actress who took her own life reportedly because of the physical and mental stress that she was under from overwork. The Takarazuka basically have cult status in Japan. They do all sorts of lovely romantic musicals, very glitzy, but nine shows a week uh, has taken its toll. Um, And one of them broke, I suppose, under the pressure of all that. That certainly seems to be the conclusion of their own review. But other theatres take note. I have to say... In the UK right now, we're approaching pantomime season. Two shows a day for some, even three shows a day for some of them. They can clock certainly 15 shows a week for a limited amount of time, admittedly. But, yeah, we're putting a lot of stress on the people who are trying to make us smile. It's that season. Uh, But, Adam Wilkris, chat to you tomorrow again. Really appreciate your time.